Hello and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in The Silver King's Letters from Las Vegas, Nevada in Gunnery School. He's finally enjoying his work again because the squadron has moved into the high desert and at Indian Springs, they're actually flying and learning to fire in the air. Stanley continues to write from Indian Springs, and this is a letter to his father dated Wednesday, August 18, 1943. Dear Dad, it seems that every other week you're alone again. The only solution would be for you and mother to move to Chicago. I was terribly shocked when I heard of Mr. B's death. From mother's letters, he seemed to have been doing so well. But I guess it was his time to go, as we all must do some day. It's just a pity he had to go while so young in life. Let this be a lesson to you, Dad. No matter what the dividends of hard work may be, it isn't worth the price of your health. Remember, that must come above all else. It's really swell being able to fly again. The weather here, other than being a little bumpy, is perfect. So far this week, I've only been up twice. I was scheduled to go up today, but my pilot didn't show up. I'll probably fly twice tomorrow. I fired 200 rounds yesterday and happy to report I got 39 hits. That's pretty high as the last class average was only 9% and I'm close to 20%. I've still got 600 rounds to fire and if I can continue with the hits, I'll be okay. The target, even though it was 20 feet long, looks pretty small in the air. The pilot usually keeps my plane about 200 yards away from it, and with the wind blowing my gun, it's hard holding it in the sights. I'm getting a big kick out of it, but still wish I was the pilot. If I hadn't washed out, I would be here training in the same planes I'm using now, and they are sweet ships too. Next week, when I go back to the base, I'll fly in bombers. I might even fire from a flying fortress. I'm anxious to see what they are like because I have hopes of being a crew member in one someday soon. I hope you're well and not working too hard. Please write me a few lines. Love to Ida. Love, Stan. The Silver King continues to enjoy the work of flying and firing and has wistful thoughts about pilot school and riding in a ship that he considers a limousine of the air. He writes on Sunday, August 22, 1943, Dear Dad, got back to the base this morning and it is hot. I could really feel the difference. 
This is the last week here, and I'll be glad to leave. Of course, I don't know where I'll go. The rumors have already begun to spread as usual. The favorite is Albuquerque. I hope it's time, as I've heard a lot about it, and it sounds like a good place. At least it will be somewhat cooler than here. I ran up a pretty good score in my firing when I finally finished. The class average was 8% hits, and my average was 15%. I got 119 hits out of 800 rounds. Not bad. Friday, I had to fire 400 rounds, and it took me three missions to get them out. On my first mission, I had a malfunction, which crippled the gun. I had only 40 rounds fired before it happened. So I had to check out another gun and finish the remaining 160 rounds. That made up the second mission. The third mission was more fun than all the rest. The pilot was a swell fellow. Before we took off, he told me he was going to give me a good ride, and if I didn't end up with over 100 hits, he would rack me back. He also told me I had a good average. I knew he was kidding about racking me back as he laughed when he said it, but he wasn't kidding about a good ride. There were only two planes on the mission, and we did a lot of acrobats. I got a big kick out of it. On the way back, he would let me take the controls, which he wasn't supposed to have done. When we landed, he told me not to mention it to anyone, as it might get him in trouble. It's too bad I didn't have him for an instructor when I was a pilot. Tomorrow morning, I'll have my first mission in a bomber. It won't be a flying fortress, but an A-29, a medium bomber. I'm hoping that at the end of the week, I'll be in a flying fortress. The firing will be done from a turret. I'll be able to tell you more about it after tomorrow. I haven't heard from Mother for a couple of days. I don't know whether she's home or still in Chicago. For your sake, I hope she is home with you. Please write me and keep well. Love to Ida. Love, Stan. Stanley is flying high at Gunnery School as he writes to his family on Tuesday, August 24, 1943. Dearest ones, just had a good shower and feel like a million dollars. I had a swell day. I've got that good tired feeling that comes at the end of a day when you feel as if you put in a good day's work and have accomplished a lot. I had two missions this afternoon in a flying fortress. That plane is undoubtedly the sweetest thing in the air. It's like a big limousine that just floats through space. It's so smooth you never know when it actually leaves the ground. What I wouldn't give to be able to fly it. From the fortress, I fired 200 rounds in the upper turret and 200 rounds in the lower ball turret. If you find a picture of the plane, you can see exactly where they are. 
When I wasn't firing upper, I stayed in the bombardier's compartment. I could tell it was for me. I know now I'll never wash out. I think I would be the most unhappy guy in the world if I had to stay on the ground. With each flight, I love it more and more. I won't fail this time to reach my ultimate objective. It was a real thrill sitting in the nose. When I would look down, it was as if I was hanging there in midair. And when we landed, it was a thrill watching the ground rush up to meet you. Believe me, Dad, when this war is over, you and I are going to have a plane. There will be no more traveling by auto or train. Yesterday, I flew two missions in the A-29, and I fired 200 rounds from the upper turret and 200 rounds from a flexible waist gun. I had fired another 100 rounds in the flexible, but the target was lost, and I didn't get credit for it. One of the fellows shot it down. Out of the 500, I got only 48 hits, which isn't too good. I hope I did a little better today. Without your seeing these turrets, I really hardly know how to describe them to you. You can't imagine what an ingenious machine it is. I can only tell you that the age we live in is a marvelous one. In ground school, we use machines that cost somewhere around a quarter of a million dollars. It's hard to believe that all the masterful work was done solely for the education of murder. I'm glad you're together again, and I'm sure you are, Dad. Don't plan on my being home by Xmas, as graduation won't be before the first of the year. Besides, aren't you coming out to my graduation? I had thought you would. Take care of yourselves and keep well. Write soon. Love to Ida. I love and miss you, Stan. This is the end of our hero, the Silver King, and his Letters from Las Vegas, Part 4. He is revealing his true love, uh, the idea of being a pilot, but of course now discovering what he believes is his destiny as a bombardier. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.